Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. And I think that this film is a good, is a really good example of a yes. <laughs> she, she can keep doing this. Right. Yeah, no, I think she's so firmly in command of this role. It does also feel like she's having a bit more fun with it, maybe again, because they're giving her a little bit more personality. They're letting her lean into the malicious glee of this. She's also not grieving the death of her dad. You know, we're introduced to this new guardian, Elena, who is played by Denise Burse. She still has Diego the dog as her trusty companion. But the difference here is that even when Elena gets killed, we'll talk about that in a little bit, she's upset, but it's mostly just, oh, cool, I'm full of fucking rage and I'm going to go kill a bunch of people now. Well, that's the thing, because there's a bit of John Wick thrown in here, because, of course, we have a dog mm -hmm. in danger the entire time. And yes, everyone, in case you were worried about that, uh, the dog does not die. Uh, yes. It does get hit with a bat in the first <laughs> act, but... Outside of that, there's not really any other dog uh, harm done. Well, I guess Sean William Scott just kind of like crunch its head a little bit, but it's fine. Yeah, it, I mean, God bless this dog, because between the two films, it has been through a shit ton of pain. And yeah, it just keeps ticking. So I like that the movie recognizes we killed a dog in the first film. We don't need to do that again here. Oh, right. We do shoot that dog in that first movie. Um, mm -hmm. Well, that's actually what's interesting to me. I, I found her seeking revenge for her dog's kidnapping a lot more compelling than mm -hmm. I did her seeking revenge for her dad's murder in that first movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because it's just a dog, but also Joe McHale like doesn't have a ton of screen time to work with in that film. Right. So I was like, okay, like I, I'm supposed to care about this just because it's father and daughter. I find it inherently more um, um, sad and compelling when it's like, oh, it's her dog, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of just makes you a typical horror fan where you care more about animals than you do people. Uh, yeah. But I would actually, I'm kind of inclined to agree, if only because so much of the first act of Becky is about her animosity with her father for moving on. Honestly, he's a bit of a shit dad for inviting her to this cottage that he was going to sell and then changed his mind because clearly he's going to marry this new woman and he needs something to appease Becky. Like, he's not winning father of the year. And then he's just dead. And we're meant to care, but... I mean, I feel like the first film leans on the fact that we like Joel McHale from Community as opposed to right. saying there's a complicated father-daughter relationship here and you really are meant to feel it when he dies. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, just like with Kevin James, there's something fun about seeing, like, comedy Joel McHale and comedy Kevin James in these serious roles. Mm -hmm. Rather, Becky doesn't have – I mean, you could argue that Sean William Scott's more of a comedian, but I think in, like, the last 10 years of his career, he has definitely been more on the dramatic side of things. 